Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I am your host, John. Very, very, very happy to be here. Junior, what's up, baby? How you doing? Good, good. I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm one step closer to my prediction being right. Looking good. <laughs> oh, this is crazy, my brother. I cannot believe this. I know as soon as the Bucks won today, I was like, uh-oh, I know Jenner feeling real good. His Ooh. prediction's coming. <laughs> but, feeling good. And we got to cherish these, these uh, maybe, you know, on Tuesday, this thing might get closed out. So we got to cherish the last few days with, Currently, as the Lakers are reigning champions for the next couple of days, I'm soaking it all in while we can. <laughs> man, exactly. So, 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 my brother, man, we just saw this amazing uh, game five. And uh, before b- before we do get into uh, get into the, the, these takeaways from game five, just want to let everyone know that we are on Spotify Green once again. So, uh, if you are, you know, you you got the Spotify app, you know, and you guys are able to catch us live, make sure you get on Spotify Green. Uh, floor is always open to questions, so whenever you have any questions, just go ahead and drop it in. The, in a discussion uh, text box. But besides that, my brother, as long as the fans have likes, comment, and subscribe to the channel and go follow our Instagram, our TikTok, and our Twitter, it's at Clutch Talk One. Let's get into these game five breakdowns. Are you ready to do this, Junior? All right, brother, let's do this, man. So the Bucks got this crazy win in this in game five, 123 to 119 on Giannis's 32 points, nine rebounds, six assists on 60% from the field. So my brother, man, you know, let's, let's get into the Bucks first, man. You know, the Bucks had a lot of both positive and negatives. Take this whichever way you feel that, okay. uh, that, that you want to, you want to take this with, with, with the Bucks, but go ahead and start with the Bucks, my brother. All right. First thing about the Bucks that I thought was awesome they were making, um, I don't want to call them garbage plays, but they were cleaning up dirty plays, right? So they would be like, oh, like somebody just chuck up a shot that would go in. Oh, missed a rebound. It's, you know, just a rugged putback gets in. You know, like they were being able to, to, to kind of maximize their points that way. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to chuck up a shot and lose and miss out on it. They were being able to maximize their points that way. They were fighting for possessions. There's so many times where I saw rebounds, like, for example, that one from Pat Connaughton on Jay Crowder. I saw Jay Crowder had the ball in his hands and Connaughton took it away, right? We saw the same thing happen on that. Actually, that, that free throw that Giannis missed at the end, fighting for a rebound, they get it. So these second-chance points that kept coming to them, these second-chance opportunities, which I've talked about with the Bucks before in the series, and they were able to capitalize more and more and more on that. So that was probably their biggest plus, aside from, you know, having that trifecta with Drew, Giannis, and Middleton all being on at the same time. You know, it doesn't always happen, but when it does, it's a good recipe for success for them. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, just just real quick, want to give a, a quick shout out to the, the, the our uh, people we have on the Spotify Guru, Jay and, and, and Sam Samir. Samir. Samir, Samir. Yeah. So shout out to Jay and Samir, man. Uh, the floor is open for any questions. Just go ahead and put it in the text box. Um, but Jenner, man, uh, I, I guess I'll go ahead and start to talk about my uh, my Bucks takeaway. And first thing I thought, you know, when the game started was that the Bucks really didn't come out with with the right energy, man. They really got punched in the mouth, you know, in the first in, in the first quarter. They only scored 21 points as a team. But, you know, they really stuck. They really stuck with it, man. They, they stuck with it. And shout out to Giannis, man. Giannis was out there. 
there making the right decisions, knew when to attack, knew when to uh, when to kick it to the right teammate. Uh, it didn't force it. You know, a lot of times players like uh, like Giannis, players like Shaq, who are just so much more dominant than others, just tend to sometimes just get into that. I'm just going to force it. I'm just going to bully everyone and get them out the way, man. Yeah. But sometimes that really doesn't that that really doesn't work, and that doesn't that doesn't benefit. So Giannis, he was out there finding his teammates when uh, when he would get doubled. It seemed that the Suns were doubling him every time he would touch the post, and every time he was able to find a cutting Chris Middleton or a cutting uh, a, a cutting supporting cast, man. So, Jenner, you just mentioned it, dog. You just talked about the supporting cast. So, wow, let's let's get into this, man. Let's talk about Chris Middleton, who you you know you just talk about the, the trifecta between Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew. Chris Middleton just put up a 29 point game uh, 29 points seven seven rebounds five assists on 52 percent from the field and 38 percent from three man while drew holiday puts up 27 13 and 60 percent from the field and 50 percent from the three wow is that that the 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 trifecta so my brother let me ask you let me ask you a question who who had a better game to you just in this game and then i have a follow-up question about this dude it's hard to deny it's honestly, it's hard to deny Drew Holiday's impact in this game. It really is. Uh, but ultimately, I'm going to have to go with Chris Middleton. I mean, he was hitting some big-time shots down the stretch. You saw it. It was just the Suns went on a 12-3 and run at the end of the game. And, I mean, it was, you know, if it wasn't for Chris Middleton, it probably would have been like 16-0, and you know. So I, I do think he was making some big-time plays. But then, again, you look at, you know, if you go back to Drew Holiday, that was a huge deal in Booker at the end. So, you know, it's tough. It's like splitting hairs here, but I'm probably going to have to go with Chris Middleton on this one. I just think that that he was a solid, very, very solid player, and he kind of, you know, he is always, and he stepped up to the plate once again. Man, Chris Middleton, defi- Chris Middleton definitely stepped up, but I, I, I got to go with Drew on this one, Junior. I'm not going to lie. I got to go with Drew. Yeah. Drew was the difference maker on this one, man. No, we've saw other games where um, – where Chris is, where it's been Chris and Giannis, you know, they, they did their thing, but we have not, we've been yet to see a game where it's all three of them really out there doing their thing. And we saw the Bucks, in my opinion, had the most dominant performance this game. You know, uh, they, they just had a, a, a win that we felt, we felt like that, not, not we knew they were going to win from the whole time, but they looked like they were in control of the game throughout, th- throughout the entire game. And I think that that's hugely due to Drew's uh, huge con contribution there um but real quick uh, absolutely G- yeah i was gonna go ahead no, no I, was, I was gonna tell you yo, we got a question here so yeah uh, let me let me let me pose you this question and then i'll, okay. I'll go okay. second okay shout so, out jay shout, shout out jay exactly yeah. so he asked this question cp3 played better today but still not up to standard you think he could be hindered so is he injured or is the bucks defense just that good what do you think john so uh, I, I I gotta keep it real. I I do think that CP3 is is hindered out there. I, I know I know that he had that uh, that 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 hand injury earlier earlier in the playoffs, but it's not all because he's hindered. It's that that's that, that's not the real reason. The real reason is that guy we just talked about, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is picking him up, and I know I I know that at times Drew Holiday switches and 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 goes to and goes to pick up Booker, but many times. Chris Paul just doesn't have much to just doesn't know what to do when Drew Holiday's all over. Drew Holiday's a big guard. A lot of people talk about Drew Holiday's got length on guards. Uh, he's a, a a great defender. And the thing is, he puts he makes Chris work on the other end, puts him in the post, and 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 really wears him out. So you know, to answer to answer your question, Jay, you know, I I, I do think that CP3 is a bit hindered from that hand injury that 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 he sustained earlier in the playoffs, but. I'm not just gonna discredit Drew Holiday, man, because Drew Holidays are doing a great job, and and the entire Bucks team honestly has been in these last two games been doing a great job of picking Chris up full court and making life for him really a living hell. Like he just can't get anywhere, 94 feet all over him, man. What about you? But Gina? he was you- he was creating. No, I, you you t- you touched some good points. I was just gonna say he was creating lots of good opportunities at the end of the game, though. Chris, Chris Paul, that is like, I mean, he hit a big three, he, he had a big three, he had a big shot to put him within one actually where he, I don't remember who the defender was, but he just went right around him. Like he wasn't even there. Like he was a cone. <laughs> so, so CP, like to, you know, to specifically answer Jay's question, I think that, you know, obviously I, he's got some knacks and I think everybody does at this point of the playoffs, 
but I think it's mostly down to the Bucks playing real good defense on them. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, the sun's going up against a somewhat healthy team for the first time <laughs> in these playoffs. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But Monty, Monty Williams and Devin Booker and Chris Paul, like, wait, what do we do? They have what other do we players. Do if they're healthy. What do we do? <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, no, I, I do. I do think, you know, CP3 is definitely picking up some, some little, you know, knacks here, but you have to keep in mind too. I mean, he's, he's an older player. He's been in the league a long time, you know, so there's always residual wear on these older players, but uh, ultimately I think it's mostly up to the Bucks defense. Definitely. Definitely. So AJ, we appreciate that question. And just a great question. It was a, it was a great, it was a great question. And just, just for, you know, for future references, as we go through any of these questions that me and Jenner go through here on the, on the podcast and on the green room, feel free. If you guys want to answer a question in, in the, in the text box, go ahead and answer a question much like this next one I'm about to ask you about brother. So we saw Drew Holiday and Chris Milton both have, 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 have great games and both have a great uh, secondary game. I mean, secondary player game, even though they might've just in this game had a better game than Giannis. Right. But, who would you rather, you know, we saw many times, whether it was Drew Holiday bringing the ball down court or whether it was Chris, who would you rather have the, bring, be the primary ball handler and bring the ball down court and set up your offense, Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton. Now, why? I, think it's, I think he's got a more deadly shot, and, and I think he's, he offers you more threat as the primary ball handler than Drew Holiday does. Drew Holiday's a good player. He has some good shooting nights, but most of the time I say he's an average shooter. I'd say I'd say he's an, he's just right about an average shooter. I don't have his exact statistics in front of me. So this is all eye test stuff. He could be like a lights out 60%, but I don't think he is. But all eye test stuff, like he's not uh he's not a he's not a great, excellent shooter. So I, I do think that with Chris Middleton, you have the you have the threat of him as a shooter. He can drive or, you know, dish out to a Drew Holiday because, you know, if he's wide open, when you're wide, if, if you play in the league and you're wide open, you're expected to hit shots. You know what I mean? Because your NBA talent, like your level is that high that you should be hitting open shots, even if you're not a shooter. So you don't definitely don't want to leave Drew Holiday open. So, you know, if, if you have, if you have Chris taking the ball up court, you just have multiple options. You can shoot and drive, you can pass. There's lots of, uh, lots of different, lots of different options there. What do you think, John? Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that, man. I I would have I'd have Chris coming down court, and it, it it's it's relatively for the same reason that 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 you do. But the only difference is that I think Chris is just too good of a player to just put him just like hey, just stand over there off ball while 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 Drew Holiday and 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 Giannis run his pick and roll. Uh, you know, I think I think that Drew Holiday and, and Giannis can be a great pick and roll tandem, but I just think that that would just be a waste of talent. Just you're wasting Chris Middleton's talent and just putting him as a spot of shooter, man. And I, I, I and I pulled up here Drew Holiday's uh, uh, three point three point stats, and this year he's shooting forty percent from the from three point line. Mm, it's not bad. So, yeah. So, what about so, from the field? From the field, Drew Holiday is shooting fifty percent from the field this year it's pretty good so so yeah man but 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 i would have to side with you on this one jenner i would i would i would have to go with with having chris middleton because as we saw that many times like chris middleton to be real i think chris middleton might have more of a a little handle bag than 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 drew holiday i'm not gonna lie to you i feel that i've seen many times he comes down court and can give it to a defender and 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 go by him. And I, I'm not sitting here saying that Drew Drew Holiday can't do that. But realistically, to me, when it comes down to, I don't want to just stick Chris Middleton, a great talent, in the corner and say, "Hey, like when you get the chance, just just uh, just stand and shoot." You know? Yeah, well, they did it with Clay Thompson, and it worked out pretty well. And Clay Thompson's <laughs> much better than Chris Middleton. But uh, hey, but look, Jay also brought up another good point here in the chat. So he said, uh, Drew is one of those rare players whose offense is generated by his defensive intensity. Very, very true. Buck should let him focus on locking down D and let Middleton run the offense. So Jay pretty much agrees with us too. Like Middleton should be running the offense. And that's, it's honestly, that's a really good point. I mean, I feel like the Bucks uh, offensive plays and just kind of how their, their game plan evolves is really predicated around Drew Holiday being a solid lockdown defender. You know what I mean? Focuses on that. I mean, are we seeing like a, like a, what Lonzo Ball is supposed to be as a point guard, you know, because Lonzo Ball is a real good defender too. He's a good on-ball defender, not a great shooter, but he could have his nights. Like I feel like Drew Holiday is just a better version of, of Lonzo Ball. Hot take or more facts? 
or facts. <laughs> what do you well, guys think? What do you think, Jay? What do you think? Jay? Yeah, what do you guys think in the in 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 the green room, man? Go ahead and let us know. Is is was that a hot take or was that facts, man? <laughs> so, Jenner, let, let let me ask you something. So, you know, you talked about some of that was that that was really important with the 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 Bucks the Bucks's offense, man, and that's just you know the the Trinity the the, the Trinity really hidden. But I think something that is very important for the for, for the Bucks team on the opposite on the on the defensive end is their pick and roll defense. You know, last episode we we talked a bunch about uh, about their pick and roll defense and how we felt that it was lacking. It was lacking a lot last game. And this game they came out with a different mentality. Man, the Bucks were switching the pick and rolls. You know, I noticed that early in the first half that they were switching the pick and rolls. So let me here, let, let me explain this to you, and then you tell me your answer. Okay, so. Uh, oftentimes the Bucks would try to get over on 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 these screens. They the 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 guards the guards would try to get over. The problem with getting over screens is is that the offensive player once he can get you on his hip, now he has that little gap to throw that bounce pass to the rolling big man or the lob to the to, to to the rolling big man. And that's the problem when the player tries to get over the screen is because they end up getting on the on the offensive player's hip. But the problem with switching, especially in this matchup between the Suns and the Bucks, that the Bucks, when we've talked about this, you know, since the beginning of the finals, the Bucks are not matched up well against the Suns, especially on defense, especially on these on these on these switches, man. Because you get a switch and then you have Brooke Lopez on an island and Chris Paul cooking him. Devin Booker cooking them. We saw th- we saw this the, the 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 first two games. Another problem with switching that I, I also am going to ask you about is, you know, you end up having a Pat Connaughton on, on Devin Booker. I, I genuinely promise I saw you five times in a row. The Suns run the same exact play and get Connaughton on Devin Booker and, and Devin Booker scored all five times in a row. So my, my question to you, my brother is, do you think that the Bucks should go back to their original game plan of trying to get over these screens, but and then giving up the eight and roll or giving up the eight and lob or do you think they should they should continue to what they did this game, which is switching the screens, man? But then you you run into the problem of having Brooke on the island, having Pat Connaughton getting cooked. So what do you think? The, the the difficult. So my initial answer is I want to say just revert to revert to what they were initially doing and not leave you know the mismatches. But the problem is that it depends who's cooking that game, right? Because obviously, like, Devin Booker is always going to cook. But it's DeAndre Ayton. Like, personally, I did not think he had a great game today compared to what we've seen from him, right? Uh, and I, I, I'd have to pull up the stats to know exactly how he performed as far as numbers. But when I was looking at his, just at his, uh, um, oppor- like, the opportunities, I mean, he was, he, was blow- he was blowing, like, open layups. He was missing, you know, some relatively, you know, three, five-foot shots that he usually makes. So... I think that if you have that DeAndre Aiden coming out, even though he had 20 and 10, so it's not horrible, but if you have that DeAndre Aiden coming out, you're, you're okay a little bit more with letting him roll and then maybe seeing if you can get a big body in the way. But you're never okay with Pat Connaughton guarding Devin Booker, and that's the problem because Booker will get his every single time against 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 Pat Connaughton. Um, so I think you honestly have to play the situation, see what works better, but – ultimately avoid the mismatches as much as you possibly can. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, realistically to me, I think that I, I think that they, they should keep trying to get over these screens because it, it, it's, it's just like how you mentioned, you know, we haven't seen Aiden really have a dominant game in a long time. We've seen Devin Booker. We've seen Chris Paul have these dominant games. So until Aiden can prove to us that he really is going to cause a problem, uh, that, that he really is going to cause a problem on these rolls, on these on on these lobs. So unless Aiden is going to prove that point, man, I I think that I think that the Bucks should continue to keep on keep keep on trying to get over the over these screens. Uh, Jay, I want to I want to give you a shout out real quick. Jay mentioned that Brook Lopez should not be playing late in the game. Jay, I cannot agree with you anymore, man. And we Brooke talked Lopez. about this on the last pod too, right? Like, yeah, it's a little bit <laughs> tough having him out there at the end of the game. Yeah, it's tough, man, because you know he 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 brings so much on offense, but he gives up so much on defense that it really is like playing a four on five out there. And you know, with 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 quick players like D Book and CP, you know, that's really a problem. So, so I I, I agree with you, Jay. So Jay, you know, if you have any other uh, any other questions or comments, you know, go ahead and 
put him in the, uh, in, in, in the discussion. We appreciate every single one of you guys in here, man. Again, uh, the floor is open to any questions. Just go ahead and uh, drop a question in the, in the chat box and we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and answer it. But uh, Junior, um, the Bucks at, at the end of the day, we could talk about uh, their defense. We could talk about their pick and roll problem. At the end of the day, man, you know, numbers don't lie. They won the game and they did, and they did what it takes. So as we head into this game six, what do you think the Bucks should focus on? What I've been saying the whole series, exploit any weaknesses that the Suns demonstrate, right? So remember a couple games ago, the first win, which was game three, was put DeAndre Ayton in foul trouble. Game four, put Devin Booker in foul trouble. And Devin Booker did a better job this time around, and he didn't uh, get in foul trouble. I think he only had two fouls going into the fourth. Um Third point there today, what they were doing was cleaning up second chance points all day, all day. So I honestly think they just got to continue adjusting. Right. Like you see this game, they took a punch in the face in the first quarter and then they adjusted. And I think it's the same thing. Observe how the game is flowing and adjust to it, exploit their weaknesses. So honestly, I think now the best thing is going to be is locked down. I say it like it's easy, but it's not. Put Drew on Devin Booker because Drew is doing a great job on Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker still hit some shots. Like I was saying, like damn, Drew's really locking still had Devin 40. Booker up. <laughs> I know. I was saying, I was, really, I was thinking that. I was like, Drew's really locking Devin Booker up, and then he hit that three at the end to make it a three point game. And I'm like, damn. But but Devin Booker's always going to get his. But I think Drew is doing probably the best job out of any other Bucks defender on Devin Booker. I guess that's the best way I can put it. Devin Booker's still going to get his because it's Devin Booker. But continue continuing continue focusing on those players make cp3 do more because i think that cp3 is starting to show some wear and tear there make cp3 do more if you're gonna if you're gonna like leave somebody out leave cp3 you know and force them to you know go to the cam johnsons go to the campaigns and try to see if you know they can get them on the floor a little bit more so all things that in theory are easy to do hard, easy to say hard to do but I do think it's just continuing what they've been doing the whole time, exploiting the weakness, the sun's weakness that game. Definitely. Uh, for you? me, for, for, for me, the number one thing I would say the Bucks need to focus on is the sloppy turnovers, man. You know, early, early in the game, the Bucks came out and had six turnovers in the first quarter. And, and in game four, they had five turnovers the entire game. So it, it, it just really shows that when the Bucks take care of the ball, man, it, it, it really is, 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 is something of, is something of beauty. This is, this is kind of obvious, but I, you know, Drew holiday kind of has to show up, man, because we see that when, when it's just Chris and Giannis, they could, they could get the win, but they, they, they better hope that Chris Paul is not having a, a, a good game because realistically, you know, like, like how Jay mentioned, you know, Chris Paul did play better today, but the last two games, he hasn't been Chris Paul, who we know, and 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 he's been Cliff Paul. <laughs> exactly, you know, Cliff has took over, man. Like Chris is Chris is freaking on the banana boat with LeBron and and Carmelo. <laughs> this is Cliff. This is Cliff Paul. It, so the the Bucks cannot expect Chris Paul to just keep having these games. So to me, man, I think that if Drew Holiday shows up, even if Chris figures something out and it shows up, it's not gonna matter, man. Because if you got Drew, if you got Drew. Giannis and Chris Middleton hidden is going to be a problem, man, for any team, no matter who shows up. So I know last game though, last game, it, Drew Holiday wasn't really that good. He really wasn't that good last game. Man, Chris Paul was t- horrendous, was though. horrendous, like horrendous. And that's the leader of the team. And like how we mentioned on last episode, man, once the once the, the head of the snake goes bad, the body will follow. The body will follow, man. But the the only other, only last thing I want to add that the Bucks need to focus on in for this. Game six coming up is do not let your defense collapse in the fourth quarter. Their defense just took the biggest collapse and they almost lost the game in the fourth quarter. They got lucky that that, that Drew Holiday got that steal in the end, and then Giannis got that dunk and that put a nail on it. That was Bro, it. But that was that was a nail biting stuff because that was a horrible throw from from Drew Holiday. That was a horrible was like, throw. And Chris Paul had shoved him, so I thought he's gonna miss too. I was like, dude, that is a horrible throw. Like he's about to smoke this game. And then, and then the worst part too was the the Bucks free throw shooting, specifically Giannis and Chris Middleton too. Chris Middleton was eleven for twelve up to the first free throw, then he missed it, and it was just like, dude, out of the last five free throws, the Bucks needed one to go in, and they left it to the one. They missed one, two, three, and four. The fifth went in, and that was a fifth. That was the one they needed. But man, like they were leaving it there until the end. Like 
their defense collapsed a lot at the end. And it feels like it feel I felt like they weren't even trying. That they were like, or, or their offense in specific felt like they weren't even trying. They were going up. Oh, miss. Oh, okay. I'll just get back on defense. Like there was no hustle, no nothing. And then that honestly, man, if Giannis doesn't get that rebound off his second miss free throw, what are we looking at, right? Like that was that was honestly some some concerning stuff for the Bucks defense, but thankfully for them, it was wasn't enough to cost them the game. Barely though. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Junior, then so let's let's go ahead and, and and pivot over to to the Suns and any everyone in the Spotify room and Junior, you know, if you have anything else that you guys want to talk about, whether positive. They already or... got started on the Suns. He said the rebounding off Giannis free throw misses are terrible, and that's very true. That's very true. Like, I, and that's what I've been saying the whole time. The Bucks are doing a great job at these second chance opportunities. They've been doing it for games, especially this game. I mean, I've seen Pat Connaughton now steal a rebound out of Jay Crowder and DeAndre Ayton's hands. Like, Pat Connaughton. That should right? not be like, happening. He, he's stealing a rebound. Not like, oh, we're both going up and fighting for the ball. Like, no, man. This guy has already got the ball. He brought it down. And Pat Connaughton stripped it. Like, that's <laughs> hustle. Uh, <laughs> that's hustle. So, so yes, Jay. Jay, thank you for transitioning us right into the Suns. Yes, man. The the the, the Suns rebounding off Giannis. Suns rebounding off Giannis free throw were terrible, man. Um, let me let me start with the beginning of the game, man. So let let's just how we do like how we did with the with the Bucks. The Suns on the opposite of the Bucks. Instead of coming out flat, the Suns came out hard, man. The first 10 field, they made their first 10 field goals. Like how you mentioned, they they really punched the Bucks in the first quarter, man. Pete, Dude, they were shooting 74% from the field in the first quarter. Like they put up 37 points or shooting 74% from the field. That is ridiculous. Devin Booker was getting PJ Tucker frustrated. He was getting so frustrated out there, man. They had great ball movement. They were doing it as a team. And then all of a sudden they just said, a halt to all that. Stop. Mm-hmm. Just give Devin Booker the ball and just, just that's it. Uh, dog, a man, Jenner. I really don't know. And you know, I want to talk to you because I'm at, I'm I'm at a point with the Suns where it's just like, either Adam Silver is just rigging all of this, or, or did the Suns forget how to play basketball? Didn't because th- what they were doing was working, man. Like they were playing such and and not even just in this game in the games that they won like dog like the games that they won what did they do man they played team basketball they moved the ball you know they they stuck to the game plan they didn't just rely on Devin Booker these last couple games they've just been relying solely on Devin Booker and his isolate and his isos that's literally it man so I, I just don't understand as to why the Suns changed the game plan they got away from getting everyone I involved tell you. and to me, I mean, I'm just at a loss. I really am at a loss. Junior, what do you make of all this? No, I I, I could not tell you why they go away. You can't go away from what's working. Like you don't what? don't fix a Man. winning formula. It's working, you know. Just 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 keep doing it. But for some reason, they went away from it. Maybe they were overthinking. They were trying to plan for what wasn't happening yet, and ended up costing them the game. You know, I I don't know why they veered away from it. I couldn't tell you. Well, I know Monty Williams is an avid listener, so he'll probably drop it in the comments here. But uh, on, I, I I don't know. I don't know why they changed what they changed. Like I I really couldn't tell you. That baffled me as just like it baffled you, just like it baffled the entire world. Don't don't fix the winning formula if it's working. Keep doing it. I mean, like I said. 37 points in the first quarter alone. That's damn near 40 in the first quarter, okay? That's on pace to score almost 120 points in the game. And then 74% from the field. Like, it wasn't going to be sustainable if I'm going to do it the whole, the whole time. But still, like, 74% from the field? That's amazing, dude. That, that's damn near out of every four shots to take three of them go in? That's nuts. And nope. They just are like, oh, all right, this is all working. Let's do something else now. Maybe they man. wanted a new challenge. Yeah, I yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess, man, it's it's just crazy because it, since they've gotten away from 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 their original game plan that was working, we've seen not only them as a team just really have a collapse, but you know, individual players. The last two games, I think these might have been the worst two games we've seen of Chris Paul as of late, man. You know, he did have a good fourth quarter, but the first three quarters, Chris Paul only had eleven points. You know, he, yeah. he ended he ended up doing his thing in the fourth, but it, it just is a is one of those things that hey, Chris, it's a little too late, man. It, it really right. is a little too late. So, Junior, let me ask you something. You know, we, we we talked about you know after the first two games, oh, Giannis doesn't have any help. Giannis doesn't have any help. It well, no, question- no, it wasn't it wasn't that extreme. It was saying like 
He's good. Well, okay, he okay, needs well, help. Okay, we, we yeah. were saying, no, not you. I'm saying the, the NBA world was saying Giannis needs his, his players. Like to somebody show else needs to step somebody up. Somebody needs yeah, to show yeah. up. Yes. Okay, and I don't want to, I just don't want everyone, because I'm seeing some narratives like Giannis is leading like the 07 Cavs to the title. Okay. That's not exactly Relax. what's happening. All right. Like, like, like he's, he's, he's got a pretty, he's got a pretty good like roster around him. Some players didn't show up, and I completely get it. And don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on Giannis. I want him to win these finals. But 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 at the same time, like we definitely are not gonna pretend like this is like some scrub team that he's willing into the finals. Like that's that's we gotta take a step back from that too. But go <laughs> ahead. I'm sorry because you said he has no help. I'm like, well, I don't know. Go ahead. So, go ahead. So w- w- the NBA world was saying that Giannis's teammates need to show up these right. uh, these next couple of games, and that's what we were saying. Now that's what it seems like the whole NBA world saying about Devin Booker. They're saying that Devin Booker's teammates need to show up. But, That's true. Do, but hold on. Do they really? Because I have a question uh, to you. I have, okay, I have a question to you. I understand that this is that 21 points is not Chris Paul numbers. You know, to, not even a double double. The man, the man had under under nine assists, I believe. You know, those are th- th- those aren't really Chris Paul type numbers, right? The man had too many turnovers. Those aren't really Chris right. Paul type turnovers. Aiden had Aiden had 20 and 10. Not a crazy eight in game that we that we were used to seeing in the playoffs. But then again, you know, the, as the, as the as the finals as he gets closer and closer to the finals, man, like those younger players start to get twiddled out, man, because they, you know they start to get they, they don't have enough experience, man. The teams teams know what to do. They they they've been there before. So Aiden really didn't have the same performance that we we have grown accustomed to, I guess, throughout the playoffs. Bridges, you know, 13 points isn't making or breaking anyone, but he went five or six from, from, from three. And that right there just causes so much, causes so much momentum and really helps your team get out of a slump. So my question to you, my brother is they didn't have horrible performances. All these performances were better than drew uh, the drew when he had his bad game and Chris, when he had his bad game. Yeah, and and when I say Chris, I'm I'm talking about Chris Middleton. Yeah. So does Devin Booker really need help, or do they just really get outplayed out here because they put the That's, numbers up? I think it's a. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I think it's a combination of both. Okay. I think the books gonna need more from the teams because if you put consistently put up two forty pointers and lose both of those times, like I mean, what do they want you to do? Put up sixty points? You know what I mean? <laughs> like you can't expect that out of somebody. But if, even putting up fifty points is it's it's tough. So. I think that those things are not mutually exclusive. You can have the fact that D book needs more help, but you can have like, they both work. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, I think his teammates need to step up as well. And it, and it also could be that the Suns are doing a good job that the bucks are doing a good job defending them. So um, one thing though, that I wanted to bring up because you touched on this, these performances from the non booker Suns were better than the performances from the non-Giannis Bucks, And the Bucks won while the Suns lost. And the reason why is because Giannis is a better player than Devin Booker. Wow. Right? Uh, <laughs> he's by far. He's, by not, he's, far. He's, he's, he's not a little bit better than Devin Booker. He's significantly better than Devin Booker. This man's a two-time MVP, defensive MVP, about to win finals MVP if they win this. I don't know. Actually, does he? It might be Chris Middleton. Damn, oh, we'll it it should one. be Chris Middleton. Yeah, yeah. But but still, but still, he's a two-time MVP, one-time defensive player of the year, like back-to-back MVP. Before he, he was like 26 years old. He's like 26, 27 right now. Like he's young. He's he could be a world champion. Like he he Booker is real, real good. He's a superstar, but like he's not he's not an A-tier superstar. And Giannis like, is. Yeah. Wow, bro. How is yeah. he an A-tier superstar? Did you not see him miss those last two, those two free throws in a game? Okay, like, LeBron misses free throws at the game all the time. Not, and LeBron not, is an A-tier superstar. No, 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 bro, no, 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 LeBron no, no, misses. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. Bro. Does, you know does LeBron, LeBron, LeBron misses guy, but... two? Look, look. You think, keep it real with yourself. You think if LeBron was in that situation, Giannis is that I believe I believe the score was one seventeen happened. No, before. no, I believe the score was one seventeen to one twenty. Giannis gets two free throws, janks them both, misses them both. Bro, I'm not going for that. This Bro, I'm not doing before. that. This is, go 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 look here. It's wasn't the NBA finals. Lakers versus Spurs. The first season LeBron was on the team and they went to overtime when Danny Green sent it to overtime. No, that was against the Mavericks. 
Dude, it was a while back. But like, I mean, I'm saying this has never no, happened. I, I got before, you. Yeah. I, 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 I am gonna say this. Giannis is not a good free throw shooter. Giannis is not a shooter. Period. Though, right? A closer it either. It was. It wasn't Steph Curry making those free throws. Steph Curry missed those free throws. I'd be like, oh my gosh, Steph Curry missed the free throws. Steph Curry's the most automatic, best shooter of all time, right? And 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 with Giannis, he's not a shooter. And yeah, he should be hitting free throws or free throws. But like, this is an extreme example. But a Shaq breakthrough free throws at the end of the game, you wouldn't be like, damn, Shaq sucks. He's not an eight level superstar. Like what he does is not shooting. What he does is not shooting. That's not what Giannis does. He's not a shooter. But right? I, 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 but Giannis I, will get across the court in ten se- in two seconds, block your shot, then coming down the other end and yamming on you. I mean, I, I, and I thing. can't. He's take, on a shooter. I, I can't. You're right. Like I, I, I can't take that away from you. But, bro, I, I mean, if I was, if I was, you know, out there debating and in my, in, in my, you know, clutch talking debate bag back in when Shaq was playing, I would have, I would have said that Shaq wasn't an A player either. You keep like. Shaq wasn't that Kobe was Shaquille the a, Kobe Kobe was the A player Kobe was the A player because Kobe closed the games dog for real you can't be an A player if sometimes you I, I have to hide you I cannot hide you I have to have you on the court and have to know that you can get a bucket at any time you could get a stop at any time and, and I don't have to you're hide describing you. Shaq Shaq, Shaq did that and and the Shaq can get a bucket at any time, bro. Put that man in the post. They, Who's the, they, they, they had the hack of Shaq. They made the hack of Shaq rule for him because they were just ob- obliterating him. The man couldn't make free throws. And I just Shaq had Kobe, man. Shaq had Kobe. And yeah. And I mean, Chris, and Giannis is Chris Middleton to close the games. Like Chris Middleton is a shooter. Chris like, and that's why so, Shaq so, was B. That's why Kobe was like, all right, well, you're gone. And then and 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 yeah, when you're playing for the future, but 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 when you can have both, you have both, right? And that's like yeah. I agree. I agree with the Lakers. You had to make this decision between Shaq and Kobe, you go Kobe all day, every day, especially because Shaq was older too. But 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 I mean, not to deter from we're not talking about the Lakers, we're talking about the Bucks, but Obviously, and obviously, if you had to make a chance between between Giannis and, and and Chris Middleton, obviously you do have to go Giannis, which is the opposite of what the Lakers did with the Shaq and Kobe dilemma here. But, but what I'm trying to say is, while it's bad that Giannis missed those free throws, because he misses free throws, he's, I'm not going to say he's not an A tier player just because of that. Like the only way to become an A tier player, you don't have to only be a good shooter, right? Otherwise, there would be no good A tier player. Even, that means a big can never be a good A tier player. Except, but I'm not even talking. Be. But I'm not even talking about just you know being being able to shoot because he I guess he I guess you could call him he has that little midi but the like the free throw line at the end of the game if you uh, he's not scared to go there he's not scared he's not scared to go there Giannis he's not scared he's not he's not scared dude last game he was he was passing up these shots like he he would get fouled on the shot he would pass the ball and then it was a side out scared is ben simmons that like that's what yeah. scared of a free throw is but so, my problem like my problem like for real junior like and i i agree with you like i even would give him like all right like if i was playing Giannis, i would i guess respect that midi a little bit you know that mid-range that 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 he got but nba nba uh announcers nba coaches uh they have this rule where you don't ever if Giannis uh, went for uh Went for a foul, got fouled. And you don't think you don't think that you fouled him. You never waste a challenge on Giannis uh, at the free throw line because you know yeah. he's gonna miss, right? That you can't be the best player on the court to me if coaches are game planning against your number one weakness. In my eyes, in my eyes, like into to me, I have to be able to have you on the court at the end of the game. And like me personally, if I was coach, but I would be stuck with a tough. In a way, it, hold on, hold on. in a way, this is kind of like the Brook Lopez thing. This is kind of like the Brooke Lopez thing. He brings so much on offense, yeah. but on a different side of the on a different side of the of the field, he just kind of Giannis is a great defender. No, 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 no. I'm talking about him in the free throw. Like oh, okay. Giannis is a great defender, yeah. great on offense, but at the end of the game, you kind of either gotta go decision to take him out, but he brings so much when he's just not at the free throw line. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna pose you two things. First, I'm gonna pose you what Jay said, which is a very good point. You can't compare A level big men to A level guards, and that's true, right? So, so you you can't say, oh, like Giannis is not A level because he can't because he doesn't have these guard attributes, right? Which is like shooting and stuff. I think that you can still be an A level. You're just a different type of A level. Does that make sense? And I think that, that's a good point that Jay brought up. You know, it's a different type of A level. But I'm gonna bring you another point. 
Steph Curry gets taken out of games and late game situations when his team is on defense because he's not a good defender. Is he not a level because he's a bad defender? No, but he's not like he's still an A level player. Steph Curry's a I'm gonna say top five, if not top ten player in the league currently. Like no, sorry, definitely top ten for sure. Yeah. Arguably top five player in the league right now. Okay. He's definitely a level. Like he has to be a level. Okay, but at the end of the game, when his team is on defense, he's out of the game. Right? Like, would you then say that he's not a level because he can't be at the end of the end? Of, he can't be in the game at the end of the game. Tell me, John. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. I, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. You got me on that one. I'll give it to you. Cause yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's I'm just still, different, different. I'm, but I, what I'm, what I'm not, what I'm still not giving to you though, I'm still not giving to you that Giannis is, 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 is an A level player. Is he I, even I better than Booker in your eyes? No, he is not better than Booker's. Steve Nash really? two MVPs being the worst defensive player in the league. Yeah, and Steph Curry became the best player in the Steve, league. But Steve, AJ, <laughs> Steve Nash did not deserve any of those MVPs. One deserved to Kobe, one deserved to Shaq. He literally... No, Tim Duncan. He, Tim Duncan was tearing it up that year. That, that, the, I don't remember what year it was, but Tim Duncan probably... No, Dirk Nowitzki should have won an MVP the year Steve Nash won it too. The only reason why Steve but Nash... But Steve Nash name though? No, like, the only reason nice. why Steve Nash won those MVPs was because at the time, nobody had seen a, a Suns team play with, with that kind of pace. Nobody seen a guard like that. That's the only reason why Steve Nash... I, I feel you, Jay. I feel you. You know, Steve Nash was the worst defensive player in the league, but he definitely didn't deserve those two MVPs. Definitely didn't deserve those two MVPs. I mean, we can't, we can't just shit on Steve Nash like that, though. Like, he was nice. He was really, really nice. Like, I get it with the whole Kobe He was thing. better than Kobe? No, but better you know what happened with Kobe. In 2007? <laughs> well, no, 2007, Kobe won. What year is it Nash win? 05, 06? 05, 06. Yeah. So, like, Shaq in 06? Like, he was good. He won the I mean, championship. He won, he won the championship, yeah, but he wasn't even finals MVP. How's he going to be MVP the whole league? Can you be the best player on his own team? <laughs> then you want to give it to Dwayne Wade? I don't know, man. Like, we gotta we that that one that was a that was a good debate. So like I, I will give it I, the the year that Kobe put up that was the year that Kobe had like those crazy scoring runs thirty five like, points per game man yeah that definitely should have been Kobe's MVP. But the next year I think Tim Duncan could have won it. Shaq could have won it too. Nowitzki could have won it. I mean there was a lot of but 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 Nash was really good too. So I mean I don't know we gotta. Was, man, was, okay, uh, okay. We, we over here getting sidetracked talking about all these different <laughs> things. But okay, let, let, let me ask you this one last question here as you know, as we as we start to wrap up. And again, anyone that is in the Spotify room, once again, guys, the floor is open for any questions. Jay, Ryan and Steven, man, make sure you can drop a question in the uh, discussion chat if you have anything you want us to you, you want us to say here you want us to answer. So, Jenner, we know we saw both Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday tearing up tearing up the pick and roll man they kept snaking they kept snaking that screen and it worked it worked every single time and it really forced deandre aiden to make the decision of whether he's gonna protect the lob threat of brook uh, a brook lob or protect the role of brook or whether he's gonna play up okay we saw him decide to go with protecting the lob threat and just got torched torched by chris middleton and drew holiday with that midi we it looked like Chris, it looked, it really looked like this, you know, Space Jam just came out, you know, shout out LeBron. It looked like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday took uh, Chris Paul's powers of being able to snake the screen and, and shoot that little midi because that's all they were doing all game. So, Junior, let me ask you something. What what do you want to see DeAndre Aiden do? Would you rather see DeAndre Aiden step up more? Because, you know, he's not like Brooke. He's not like, a, um, he can move out there. He can move in the perimeter. Yeah, he's not so, flat-footed. Exactly. He's not flat-footed. So, would you, would you rather see Aiden step up? to uh, a Chris Middleton and a Drew Holiday out there uh, uh, out there in a perimeter and get the mismatch for the big man for, for for the Bucks or would you rather see DeAndre Aiden you know drop down low and protect that lob threat and protect the roll protect the paint man this guy is like 72 protect protect the paint bro you don't not need to be running like he's not flat footed but he's still 72 like this man like you need to focus use your size protect the pain like that's what i would do 10 out of 10 times and twice on sundays like that's what i would do every time every day but that, what, what about you how would you how would you go about it if you you were to coach the Suns when monty william inevitably gets fired and they hire john oh man <laughs> sweet thanks guys uh, <laughs> i i personally would actually play him up a bit more i while i agree with you, you know he, he 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 has to be there to protect the paint 
you got you have to trust your teammates, man. You have to trust that that that, that the help side is going to come, man. And you have to trust that as soon as you step up, the defensive rotation will be made, and everyone will rotate to the next man over. And I just I I, I just I saw the I saw Chris Middleton and Juhade go off for I believe twenty seven and twenty nine. Simply off that man, simply off snaking, snaking the screen and getting the, and getting a, a, a little midi, you know. So I, I want to give a shout out here to some that that Jay said. Jay said that eight, he said eight needs to play better, but he thinks his game is too reliant on Chris Paul's performance. And I I highly agree, man. You know, Aiden's Aiden a lot of the times he is only shining, but he's only shining when he's when when, when Chris Paul's feeding them off the lives. Chris Paul's feeding them off the uh off the roll so man i i sh- shout out jay to that man i definitely agree agree with you on this so junior you you think that aiden needs to get get protect down low protect the lob protect the room protect the room like use your size and he's really good at that you've seen it him he's he's stuffed people at the rim before because he's a really really good rim protector right i mean mostly due to his size like taco falls a great rim protector too and he's not an elite defender but 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 you you've seen him do that before and at an elite level let them do that let someone else run after you know the players let someone else be the the the, the guard or the forward who's running don't don't leave it to deandre because then you leave the rim exposed too you know what i mean like it's 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 a double loss you get deandre running around which you don't want to do and the rim's now exposed right you took your seven two star center took him out of there and now you're gonna have who jay crowder guard the rim so he could probably just elbow somebody in the nuts. He's such a dirty player, bro. So he probably just elbow somebody in the nuts, and that'll be his. Uh, that'll be his rim protection. You know, that's not gonna work. Is is Jay Crowder joining the Patrick Beverleys of the world too? Dude, gosh, I said it last podcast too, dude. He's <laughs> intolerable. He's so frustrating, and then and then like you'll see him. Like he's the player that really gets under the skin of the player and the viewer too. I get pissed off watching, watching because he's so. I don't know. He's just all these theatrics and like, and it's like, he doesn't bring anything else to the floor. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'll tell you, man, like sometimes LeBron does some shit. I'm like, come on, LeBron, get up. You know what I mean? Chill. But, 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 but it's LeBron, you know what I mean? Like he's bringing, he's bringing it to you. It's the same thing I said with Kobe a long time ago. Like Kobe never did the, tra- the theatrics. Kobe never passed the ball and he got so much heat for it. I'm like, all right, you don't have to pass the ball. If you're going to drop 81 points, don't, don't pass the ball. You're getting it done. But when you're doing nothing, but the bad part of the game, you know what I mean? And and you do only the bad part of the game, then you're just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, obviously these players are great; they're in the league, you know what I mean. But 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 it's just like, come on, bring something else to the floor, you know what I mean? And, and Jay Carter doesn't do that, so he's he's a little bit insufferable. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, I don't think you need to be taking DeAndre Aiden out of the front of the rim. He needs to be there at all times. Definitely, man. I feel that. So, Jenner, man, you know, let, as- me, let, me, let me let me let me come in real quick. So Jay just said he doesn't expect the Bucs to continue being this hot from mid-range. So, Jay, when you get a second here, answer. Do you think the Bucs are not going to take the series? Are you going to be on Team John or Team Junior? Because I think the Bucs are winning this. Oh, Jay, Jay, who you got, Jay? You got Bucs or Suns? Let, let us know when you got some time there. Let us know. In there. And right, as good. a matter of everyone in the room, man, let us know. Let us know who do you guys got and in how many, man, and how many. Junior, you, let them know who you got. I got Bucs in seven. Jay got Bucs in six. Walter's got Bucs in six. Okay. Man. Okay. <laughs> Jason, okay. I got Every, six, but, <laughs> but but man, what? I don't I don't trust Coach Bud up three three two. Oh, I've been having bucks and seven. I've been having. You've been having. You've been having bucks and seven since. I was like out here when the bucks were down two zero. I was like bucks and seven still. I'm going with that. Okay, Jenner. Jenner's hot take might come through. I still <laughs> hey I I, I still got Suns in seven. I'm not, I'm I'm still. Staying strong to the Suns, man. I think that the Suns are gonna are gonna be able to pull this off in, the, in, the, in that, that last final game. I think that, they're gonna have to go to the five serve and steal a win now. I think that I think the veteran leadership of Chris Paul is gonna come out that game, and I think that the legendaryness of Devin Booker and you gonna see who's the best legendary. Player. Then you are gonna see who's the best player between D Book and and Giannis, man. Yeah, hey, shout out Walter, man. Hey you man, funny, he's Walter. not wrong. Funny. He's not wrong, man. No, he's not wrong. Booker cries about everything. You so funny, frustrating Walter. too. He's like he's he's trying to he's trying to get calls like he's he's like he's been in the league for forty years, giving everybody buckets. I'm not gonna lie, that that, that is one thing. Chris, uh, not Chris Paul. Devin Booker complains every time about down everything court, about yeah, something. Yeah, he's always got the same something. thing. That's the same thing with Luca, bro. Luca's one of my favorite players, but man, that guy complains about everything too. It's so frustrating. 
I'm like, bro, you're same thing. Booker and and, and Booker and uh, and Luca, bro, they're such good players. I'm like, bro, just play. Like you're so gifted. Just play. Just 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 play. Stop complaining. Just play, bro. You're so good at basketball. Just do this thing you're good at. Man. So Jenner, man, as we uh, as we get ready to, to 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 close out here, before we do our before you know. We, we we usually do our uh, our closing segment of, of guest player, but unfortunately this week Jay Hill couldn't make it to uh, the so episode. Three up for me now. So that's three. Yeah, that's, I win that's, my a forfeit. Forfeit. <laughs> that's a forfeit. That's a forfeit, Jay. That's a forfeit. Now Jen is three up. But uh, but just just to let everyone know in the Spotify green room, you guys, uh, the the we are getting ready to wrap up here, but the floor is still open for any questions, anything that you guys want to want to hear us talk about, uh, topics, questions. Just go ahead and drop them in the in the in the uh, discussion chat. Uh, but Jenner, uh, if we they don't have any questions, or you know, in the meantime, we got a question. Oh, we got a, a question. hot one. Is, Is Dane, Dane going, going anywhere? anywhere? Wow. Okay. Hey, I you you want to know what I tell? Realistically, I don't think he's leaving. But me personally, the basketball in me, I want to see him go to Philly. Oh, he Philly, be so good with Joel. He they'd be so good if they could somehow keep. Tobias Harris there and have Dane, Tobias, and Joel. Oh, they'd be so good. Dude, I don't know. I, I see Philly being a good spot. I think he eventually at the beginning of the season, I thought he would leave, but I don't know. He he did a he did a press conference today for Team USA and he said um he doesn't plan to leave, but he wants to see more urgency out of the front office. He's calling on his front office in the national media. Like, I don't know if like how long you I think because he has to say he's not gonna say I'm leaving you know what I mean yeah like I think he's gonna put in a trade a transfer a trade request trade request yeah but it's it's so hard to see where he's going you know like it, it, it and honestly depends because it all depends on what he wants you know like I think that I think that if he if he if he demands he says I want to go to the Lakers the Warriors whatever you know like if he asks for a team. I think he'll go to that team because we saw it happen with Anthony Davis. We saw it happen for James Harden. And honestly, if you look at the Anthony Davis deal, like the Lakers gave a lot to the Pelicans. Like not that it wasn't worth it because it absolutely was. They literally went one for one or their first year together and won a title. Like that was a great, like it worked out and it worked out for the Pelicans relatively well too, because they got some good young players, um, even though they haven't made the playoffs, but I digress. Uh, um, you look at the Nets, the Nets, James Harden trade. Dude, the, the Rockets got a bag of chips for that, like for James Harden, bro. So oh, if man. a player specifically asks, exactly. So if they, and honestly, like it, Houston stood by James Harden and traded him to his preferred destination, okay? If Dame, like Dame means more to Portland than James Harden meant to Houston is what I think. Yeah. Like Dame's done a lot more for Portland. Dame's been there his whole career. Like, if Dame wants to go to a specific location, I think the Blazers will work with him to trade him to a specific location. And if right? they don't, that's gonna that's gonna tarnish them as a team. Nobody's gonna everybody's gonna look at him as crazy. Like, oh, yeah, wow, yeah. You get Dame like that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. And Dame, like Dame's been yeah. the heart and soul of 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 the Blazers. But then, like, where does he go? I mean, he's loved. You know, he's a Bay Area native, loves the Bay. But I don't see how the Warriors can get him without getting a couple of big contracts off the book because Wiggins is getting paid, Curry is getting paid, Glaze. Clay, I, I, I put Dre, I put Dream on Green. Clay <laughs> like, together. Clay is getting Clay. paid. Green is getting paid. Like they're all getting paid, right? So the Warriors have no money anymore left unless they move, you know, a significant piece. Um, the the Lakers don't really have that many assets to give unless they're interested, you know, in Dennis Schroeder, THT, and like a couple second round picks. <laughs> I don't think the Lakers have many assets to give for that. So yeah, does Philly though? I don't know. Ben Simmons is getting paid. Is is Philadelphia? Is 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 Portland really going to want Ben Simmons for? No, it's, I don't think it's going to go straight up. I don't think it's going to go straight up realistically because, man, like, boy, do the 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 Ben Simmons trade value just plummet down. Yeah, but but, but, but I, hey, I don't he's, think he's starting to become. Up. I'm going to say something though. He's starting to become underrated. Like we have to forget. We, we forget like. He's how much he does shooter. i get it but that man's a defensive prowess like Definitely. he's really really I mean, he was running for defensive player of the year he made the top three like he's starting to become underrated where people are going to start downing him and i get it he can't shoot that sucks they expose him on that like but on defense this man is clamp city dude like and he's he's he's, he's, a, he's a big dude so, walter said Jimmy 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 for, for fox, fox. 
I I don't think I don't think Sacramento's gonna want to get rid of Fox. Like, what's yeah, the, I don't what, think what's the point? Like, yeah, and they're gonna go like they're gonna they're not gonna improve. They lose add Simmons, but lose Fox is not really gonna do much. You know, I think they're they would probably try to package up like Bagley. I mean, they have to have hella first round picks, right? Or or at least some pretty high picks because they've been horrible for years now. Like, so maybe they can package Bagley, a lot of picks, healed, and try to send that. But I think Philadelphia probably wants more. I think Philadelphia's not picking up the phone until they they get they get Fox on the line. Jay said Jay said that New Orleans should trade Lonzo and all draft picks from the Lakers and their own and a little bit more for Dame. But I don't even know if Lonzo's resigning with the Pelicans, right? Yeah. So if he doesn't resign, then they can't do that. And right now it looks like he's chopping. Well, I think he's a restricted free agent, so they'd have to match an offer. There's a lot that goes into that. Plus, who else does does New Orleans really trade, right, um, for, 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 for Damian Lillard? But that would be nice. I mean, if you can get Zion, B.I., and Dame, that's a good team. That's wow. that, you're looking at a good team. Uh, Simmons can be good if he plays – Jay said Simmons can be good if he plays the four or small ball five. I, I think five is going to be a little bit tough for him. Four would be really good. I mean, look, honestly, like not not saying he's this good, but like when he came into the league, he was touted as like a Magic Johnson. He's a 6.611610 point guard, right? Johnson wasn't a great shooter better than Ben Simmons is, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't out there like lights out. Um, but I think if yeah, if if Ben Simmons could kind of regress into that role a little bit more, I think I don't mean regress, like it's a downgrade, but I guess fall back into a little more as like a point forward, kind of what like LeBron does, that help him a lot more. Cause Simmons is a good passer. Like he's just a bad shooter. Everything else yeah. in this game is 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 either good or respectable, right? And his defense is great. But like he he's a he's a good he's he's a good passer because Dude, his court vision is insane. I mean, he's he's standing over the guards who are guarding him, right? And then when he goes to play the four, he's gonna be too tall for those who are as too tall for those who are as quick, too quick for those who are as tall. So that's what made Kevin Garnett a great player, right? Yeah. So so we need to we need to really look at at you know at that that was a great suggestion by by Jay is kind of having them having them be that that you know that four play that four role. I think it's gonna help him a lot more. And Jay, when you say sign and trade, are you referring to Lonzo Ball on the on the on the Pelicans? I'm assuming you are, because yeah, that would work. But again, because he's a restricted free agent, I think they would have to match an offer. So you know, if the if the 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 the, the, the Kings want to you know give him 30 million, then the I think the Pelicans would. Have, you know, I could be wrong because I'm I'm not a cap expert, so we, we'd have to double check that. But <laughs> I think the Pelicans would have to match that, and whoever team is getting traded to would have to be okay with paying Lonzo 30 million a year, which obviously isn't going to happen. So um, I don't know. It's there's a there's a lot there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of things to look at. It's going to be an interesting off season, but I don't think it, this is this is just a little teaser for the 2022 off season because that thing is going to be loaded, loaded. I mean, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen with Kawhi Leonard, man, because like he's for sure opting in now because he's probably going to be out all next season. So he's for sure going to opt in this year because you will get paid. And then where's he going to go after? It'd be like KD, you know, like KD. Spent the first year, or I guess for him, it was the first year in his new team out. But then he came back and it was a beast. What's going to happen? I mean, that was also an Achilles as opposed to an ACL. But what's going to happen with Kawhi? I mean, shoot, Kawhi was balling, bro. Like, he was balling these playoffs with a a partially torn, I think it was an MCL rather, not an ACL. But he was balling. Like, he was was averaging more than 30 points a game. Like, so, I mean, what's going to happen with Kawhi when he comes back, you know? Um, Jay asked if Kawhi is sitting out next year. I think for sure. I mean, he 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 loads manage when he's healthy. When he when he's injured at MCL, he's gonna be gone. Imagine that. He's probably, he's probably gonna be back in five years. <laughs> no, no, he'll, he'll he'll definitely be out all the next season, and and then we'll see what's gonna happen. Because I don't know, does he stay with the Clippers? What kind of what kind of contract does he even get when he was out all the last season? He has, I mean, like he's had knee problems since the Spurs. That's what kept him out, right? So he's had knee problems since the Spurs he's had issues with, 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 with injuries, load management, taking all the time he wants, you know, and that's, that's, that's going to be a thing that now they're going to be, now he's coming off an MCL injury. Now who's, are they going to want to give him max probably because it's quite Leonard, but you know, you gotta, you got you gotta start looking at that. So anyway, all right, Walter said here, good night bucks and six. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm on team bucks too, man. I, I had him in seven, so I got to stick with my original prediction, but man, if bucks would do it in six, I'd be happy, man. Man, definitely. So this is I think this is a good point for us to go ahead and and, and, and wrap things up here. So man, appreciate that, out, Jay. Hey, 
Hey, shout out to Jay, man. He said, great show. Yeah. Glad I shout out. AJ, make sure you go follow us on, on Instagram and on Twitter, man. It's at Clutch Talk One. Just like uh, all together, Clutch Talk on the number one. And you can find all of our past episodes. I mean, we've been doing this for over, I think, a year now already. Now, yeah, right? over, yeah, over, over so, a year Over now. a year. So, yeah, you'll be able to find lots of uh, lots of gems in there. So, yeah, make sure to give us a follow, everybody, man. Uh, I mean, John's got all, he knows all the socials. But it's, uh, I know we for sure, popping on Twitter, popping on, on, on Instagram. But appreciate you all tuning in, man. We thank you guys for being on and listening to all this. It's a lot of fun. Definitely, man. We appreciate every single one of you guys, Jay, Ryan, and Steven, man. Make sure you guys- Walter, go- too. Yes, you put in some Walter, questions there, too. Yeah, Walter. Yeah, definitely. We, we we appreciate all you guys, man. Make sure make sure you guys, like how Junior said, go follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. It's at Clutch Talk 1. Again, it's at Clutch, Talk, at Clutch Talk and the number one. You can find all previous, all, all of our uh, episode updates on there. Um, there's a link right there that takes you straight to all of our all of our episodes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And for Jay, for Jay Ryan, and, and, and Stephen, you know, I want to I let you guys know, make sure you guys go follow us because we got something coming up this offseason where we're looking to bring fans of different teams on and to, and to interview them and talk about them. So if that's something that you guys would be interested on, on coming on a podcast uh, and getting on here live with talking us. Talking about your team. Talking about your team, man. You know, so, so just go ahead and just shoot us a DM on any of any of the socials again it's at clutch talk one and let us know that you're interested let us know your team so we can go ahead and slot you right into the list man but jenner this was a great episode i'm looking forward to game yes, six sir. this was so fun brought my brother man you got you got any last words you want to say to the fans here nah just just go bucks man i gotta, I gotta close this out <laughs> definitely man so go sons <laughs> i got sons in seven yeah, here <laughs> But this this was a great episode, Jitter, man. I cannot wait for game six, and I cannot wait to be back here on Spotify Groom and do this game six takeaways, man. Until then, yes, that's it. We out of y'all. Clutch Talk out. Peace. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.